Welcome to Life, but this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, Strong Apollo for Rich Maloney. Rich, are you ready to do this? George, I am up and ready to go, man. 7 a.m. here in Melbourne, Australia, and I couldn't be more excited. What are we doing? Let's Where go. Are we, we are we are ready. <laughs> Rich is the founder and CEO of Quality Mind Global. They're a leading mental wellness company helping top performers to achieve success in business, sports, and life through mindfulness. He is a keynote speaker, a four-time author, an entrepreneur. Rich, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. Fantastic. Well, nearly 48 years old and married to a uh, wife, Kristen, great partner. We've been together 13 years. We've got three gorgeous little daughters, twins at six and a nine-year-old. And they keep me very, very active. Um, I live here in the Bayside in Melbourne, and it's a bit. I have a, I have a great life. Uh, when I was a young man, uh, about 18, 19 years old, I was always going to be that young professional footballer in the AFL here at St Kilda, and uh, or in the AFL, and uh, and I uh, I got to the big league and uh, fulfilled my dreams, and then came crashing down pretty hard. I didn't have the mental aptitude, the resilience. Uh, to manage the pressure required to to play in the big league. Parents separated that year, all hell broke loose, uh, and everything just caught up with me. So I went into a downward spiral, heavy, heavy, heavy. Travelled Australia playing semi-professional football, and I really hit that stage, George, when I was asking myself, do I want to be here? You know, what is this all about? And it was a very heavy stage, and it was, you know, there's times where I thought about leaving the planet. And so, no, I thought, let's... Let's run away, as a lot of people do, and uh, and then traverse through Australia. Grab my surfboard and my my red my red healer dog Jack, and off we went. And I went on a very spiritual, mystical fifteen years, and I dove into quantum physics. I dove into spirituality, religion, uh, psychology, everything. I had mentor after mentor, hanging out at New Age festivals. I couldn't quite understand what life was all about. So that happened, and then I fell in love with. Un- understanding the mind, understanding with human performance. And Quality Mind really is here to wake people up to their true potential the quickest and fastest way possible because that's all I was trying to do with myself is unhack myself. And then I started to unhack my uh, family members and my mates who had depression and all sorts of mental challenges, and I systemized it. And then I started to unhack athletes, uh, and I wrote a book about that called Injury Free where a lot of them are having injuries because of their mental challenges and their low confidence and so forth. And then lastly, I built another, I wrote another book, Stress-Free, for everyday people to get to who they want to be in the quickest amount of time, and it takes dead set reprogramming. So that's what I do. I'm on a roll. I love my family. I'm loving life, and this is really in my slipstream. Excellent, man. I appreciate you sharing that story. So you have a nine-year-old daughter, and then you had Two tw- you you had twins after that. That's it, that's it. No, that's right. Yeah. Well, talk about yes, putting so your uh, work to the test right there, man. Hell of a, uh, <laughs> a time, not just for me but my wife. Carrying twins in itself is hard enough. I got the easy part, right? Yeah, I think that that's awesome. So, my wife and I have two boys, and we went talked long and hard about whether or not to have a third. You didn't have that discussion. It was just kind of thrust upon you. So. <laughs> Well, I was searching for a boy too, and I got shut down real quick after the twins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So I, I find it to be fascinating how people work so hard 
to achieve the pinnacle of their field, if it's in athletics or music or business, only to get there and then to lose it all because of what you sort of laid out. Um, Why is that so common? You know, I mean, a question to you, how do all your colleagues and friends, how many people do you think really, really have hit their peak in life? How many people really get the utmost out of their life? Not many. Right. That's exactly right. And that was the big question. How do you maximize this human experience and do it really quickly? And so we had to scale that back and understand neuroscience and understand how technology needs to play a critical role in the brain change. So, so for instance, personal development is a, a 1980s, 1990s, great industry, hit hard, read books, seminars, workshops, and they're still around today and they're great. We run them. But to change yourself into the best version of you, you need to reprogram your brain. And that's as simple as that. So reading a book, it doesn't, re- it gives you insights, it gives you inspiration, you get a new idea, you might activate on it, but it doesn't change the inner, t- uh, inner triggers that you might have from a childhood. It doesn't change the limiting beliefs that you probably carry from your programming. And it doesn't change the subconscious programming from the first seven years of your life here on planet Earth, which is where it's really bedded in. And so we just understood that. Uh, And then once we take people on these 12 or 24-week programs, they completely change their mind because they they are forced to with the technology that we use if they really are focused on it. And we only work with people that want to be 100% in that uh, best version of themselves category within within six to 12 weeks. Well, I think that that's super powerful. And I think that there's immense benefit to the personal development stuff you were just talking about. And I'm fascinated by the exploration of limiting beliefs and the programming as you've been talking about. But I don't know that um, I've talked to somebody who's maybe put the science behind it and the technology behind it. I'd love to hear more about that. So in our first seven years, And this is why a lot of us don't change, George, because in our first seven years on planet Earth, what happens is our minds, our brains are in a hypnotic trance somewhat. And so what that means is we come into planet Earth as a little boy or girl, and that is deliberately designed. So you you basically absorb everything around you. You absorb how you how to speak your language. You absorb how to act like your, your, your parents. You absorb how to what the media says, your, your friends, and you so you can assimilate into that tribe. And so you become one of them, right? And so at the age of seven, you up until the age of seven, your sub your con- your subconscious mind is just soaking everything in. So if you grew up in a family that's poor, or if you grew up in a family that's a lot of anger or high anxiety, then the likelihood of you having the same sort of behaviors and habits is exactly that. You're going to do that. So if, unless you grew up in a really wealthy environment, you only know wealth, which means you're usually going to become wealthy. So for people that didn't grow up in that. And they want to hack themselves into a really healthy program in the brain, then you need to go into there's only two ways to quickly change. And the major way is through constant repetition. Right? It's like learning to drive a car, learning the alphabet, doing your shoelaces up, whatever it may be. You hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. And so with technology, we need to use technology throughout the day between seven and 30 minutes a day to reprogram the brain, to change the thoughts. It takes 63 days then to change those new thoughts into habits. So 21 days for the new thought. And that new thought could be, I'm happy. That new thought could be, I don't have anxiety. That new thought could be, I love myself. That new thought could be, I am going to be wealthy. To turn that habit, that thought into a habit, it takes 63 days. 
And once that habit's in, right, then you start rebuilding your new identity, right? Then you, then your your brain is conditioned to actually become that future self. And so then we got to hit the app. We use technology through our mobile phone app, which is the Quality Mind Global app on on iOS and uh, Google Play. Uh, Google Play, yeah. Um, and so we use this every day, <clears throat> and they have to. If they don't use it, they get kicked out. Right? They get they just get eliminated from the program. Not eliminated, but they get, you know, they need a coaching session. And so then we see these changes happening. Right, because we've got to live in our future self more than the past. A lot of people are still regurgitating yesterday's news. Right, so we've got to move out of that mindset into future. Because what you think is what you get, and if you consistently having yesterday's thoughts, you're going to create yesterday tomorrow. And so there's little hacks that we use tech to sort of keep reminding us. And we're actually about to bring in entire new te- technology upgrade in, in the middle of the year with AI and ChatGBT to become not only a virtual coach because that we you can't just do it with a virtual coach. You've got to have human interaction. You've got to have a human coach. It's actually part of it. But we do it in big groups of like five to 50 people all at once on these group big group program sessions. But tech drives it 70 percent of the change that we have in our programs is driven by tech 20 percent by the ip and coaching and 10 percent 10 percent by the community around you everyone pulls together and helps everyone else out does that make sense i love it it, it does make a lot of sense i think that it it's logical and very reasonable to uh to utilize many different ways or methods as 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 we can have how does how does mindfulness play into this how do i know if I have, you know, these, how do I know if I'm, if I'm reliving my past and just repeating that? Well, when you're in the past, you know, there's always a lot of guilt that can be associated with the past. <clears throat> so if you've got emotions of guilt and feelings of guilt, you can just, so this is, we call it the six stages of mindful alignment. So if I'm feeling off, then I'm usually in the future or in the past. And I'm worried about something that I've done or haven't done. Uh, or let down or whatever it may be. And that associated feeling in the chest area or the head or the throat, always that's the first trigger to go, okay, I'm feeling off, which means I'm thinking off, right, which means I've got to trace my thought. And a lot of people don't know this, but they are actually in charge of their thinking, right? Your thought comes in through your program, and the program might be uh, you're not worthy. Your program might be I'm not loved. Your program might be I always stuff things up. And when that happens, that thought will ping through into your head, and then you need to think about that thought. But most people think that thought is who they are and they sit in the past and dwell on it, right? When If you get into the coach's box of your mind and go, well, hang on, there's a thought that's come in from my program automatically triggered by a memory or, a, or some sort of circumstances or loneliness or sloppy thinking, then you think about the thought. So we've got to get in charge of our thinking, right? So mindfulness is about really mindfully being aware of who's in charge in your head. Right? Does it really matter if you think about all the issues and challenges you had, George, last year and the year before? You know, other than COVID, of course. But you know, general day to day stuff as a businessman and a father and so forth. Hardly any of them became came true, right? Because the mind is a drama queen, and it's full of chemicals that that blurt out into this. Let's get important around something that's not important and give it feast and you know and and deal with speak to your head like it's out of control. But we've got to get in control. Once we're in control, then we've got to really manage it going forward and we've got to get future focused. So if you're in the past dealing with past issues, you're wasting your time. You're wasting the time to create and manifest the life you want. And that's what it is. So if you keep thinking about the past, you turn into the past. Does that make sense? It makes all the sense in the world. 
So mindfulness is about being fully mindful of where your intention is, your focus is, and what do you want? Most people don't even know what they want. You know, like I, I love it. I have a, you know, we might go to a sporting event or just out for a barbecue. And once I've had a couple of reds, I like to put it. My mates call me the mind surgeon. <laughs> I can't help myself. I go, okay, do you love what you do? Most people say no. I go, why not? What would you do if you had, you know, the secret key to everything? And I sort of head down that track. And then I go, you know, all those sorts of great. Because I, I love the introspective part of life. I love really ticking in with people that want to tick in with me, you know, and without getting too deep, of course. No, I think it's great. I think it's great. It probably makes you really popular at uh, at 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 the barbecue. So it depends if I can overcook it too, you know. <laughs> For sure. All right. So I get feelings, and I get feelings all throughout the day, and then mm. I recognize the feeling. I'm like, ah, oh, that's that's right. I feel bad about my childhood or X Y Z event, and then I just sort of get caught there and it spins me up and I just sort of get stuck. And that's the worst yeah. because I'm wasting time literally instead of focusing yep. on what I do want and yep. working towards the life that I actually want to live, I'm just stuck here. And so the opportunity mm. is having feeling, recognizing thought, replacing with what I want. That's right. We call it thought shopping, right? That's what's in the app. So you go straight to the app. And you go straight into thought shopping, and I'll show you here for the viewers that are watching on the, uh, the YouTube. And it's literally just going in and choosing. It's hard to see there with the blue screen. You're choosing your thoughts, and then also you stacked it full of new power thoughts, right? You've already stacked it. So no matter what situation you're in, whether it you know be finances or whether it be time management, whether it be your partner, you've already got those power thoughts ready to go bang to snap it out of it. So this is where the the seven to 30 minutes a day factor stick, sticks in with neuroscience, right? So you're changing that thought. And with the, as business people, which I'm sure there's a lot of people on your podcast, you know, there's a lot of pressure, especially if you run your own business. So you've still got to maintain, you know, the future focus of yourself in the business. So you've got to maintain your thinking. Otherwise, you get swept away. And it's like trying to stop a rolling car going down the hills of San Francisco at the bottom of the hill. You just get wiped out and then you're dead. You're exhausted. You're depleted energy levels and you're going to bed with a grumpy. And then you wake up. If you regurgitate yesterday's thinking, you just turn it into tomorrow's thoughts, right? Super powerful. I love, I love the term thought shopping. I think that's so great. Um, so if I don't plug anything in, then it'll be something like I, I want to feel happy or smart or powerful or kind of in control. Oh, I've got things I've got here, you know, it's only temporary. Everything is only temporary. You know, there's one of them. I achieve my goals easily and quickly. Uh, I want to see how good life can get. You know, I'm the highest version of myself right now. There's just like 50 of them. I choose to be excited today no matter what. So, again, it's just – because the most important part here is not the thought shopping, no, George. This is important. Where the change happens cellular level is when you actually go into that. Say, for instance, I'm going to go, today is going to be a great day, and I'll make sure that I don't put my feet on the ground in the morning until I've actually feeling it. So I can think it. That's the 10% part. But you want the 100% part, you've actually got to go into, close your eyes, and actually become the great day and bring your whole body into it, which changes your cellular structure, your brainwaves a lot quicker than just thought shopping. It's got to be a thought feeling and thought owning. Super powerful. And I love utilizing technology because I can try to remind myself, but if I have, this is what I'm doing. 
when I have the feeling, I go to the app and it's reminding yeah. me to do this. And so instead of me sort of wanting, casually desiring a change, there's structure. That's right. But we've got notifications and you can hit the notification every 20 minutes if you want. And so we have it defaulted at every hour to begin with, but we've got clients that hit the app 50 times a day because some people are coming out of depression. Some people are coming out of bipolar. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't uh, judge this. So what, we've had that many people get off medication. I can't count now. We don't get involved with it. We make sure they've got a doctor with them. We stay separate to it. But once they realize they've just created a program in their head of, of victimhood, worry, fear, beating themselves up, low self-worth, and they start to resurrect that, and all of a sudden they, they, they not, haven't got sloppy thinking and worrying as much as they had it because the medication just basically numbs you. Right, so if you get if you get on top of those sorts of things, then you know fifty times a day they're coming out completely different people because they've reprogrammed their brain. But if you didn't have technology, George, this is the thing. What do you do? You have the one-hour group coaching session with your coach, and then you have to remember stuff, and you come back the following week, and no brain activation has happened. So this is where how important tech is. Yeah, I'm fond of thinking about and talking about how I really, I value self-discipline immensely, but we need structure first. So that structure helps us to develop all those things that we're talking about here that will eventually yeah. get us to that desired future that that we all want and having self-discipline and all that. But without the, without the scaffold to build on the foundation, then it's just more hoping than it is anything else. So I appreciate that. Absolutely. The brain uh, is, uh, it's lazy, it's default, right? And so we've got to coach it. We've got to, as you said, put a scaffolding around it. Uh, and then we've got to get on top of it. And once you do, <clears throat> you see amazing results. And that's what I do. How do people become the best version of themselves as quickly as possible? Instead of hoping, as you said, it's about knowing and following the bouncing ball. Love it. Well, Rich, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they get involved with Quality Mind Global? Sure. Find us at qualitymindglobal.com. And in there, there's a free life scorecard. You can do a 60-second life scorecard on how, how aligned you are with your body, mind, and soul right now. And we've got a free coaching session after that. Should be interested. Um, just go to the website, hit the free life, life scorecard button, and put me as the mind mentor. We've got 44 mind mentors that we're working with that on our team today in eight different countries. So we, we are global and getting bigger by the week. Uh, also, if you wanted to join our team as a mind mentor, just get in touch with me at richard at qualitymindglobal.com. We'll be happy to be of service. But this has been fun. George, thank you very much. Yeah, exciting. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Rich your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to qualitymindglobal.com. Check out that life scorecard that Rich was just talking about and take advantage of that free coaching session. And you know, I, I know that uh, this is such important work that he's been talking about. We all suffer from limiting beliefs. And many of us, myself included, for so long, didn't even realize it. And then once you do and you start doing the work that he's talking about, um, I think that that changes can happen quickly and can be very profound. So definitely encourage you to check it out. Thanks again, Rich. Thanks, George. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.